Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from, oh boy, it's a four-day coverage, Uh, Friday, November 20th to today, which is Monday, November 23rd. Wow. Okay. It's been, it's been a weekend. Um, so I was doing so well at my recordings. I really was. And then I got home yesterday after my day and I left my computer somewhere else. So I wasn't able to finish out my day, uh, because my computer was somewhere else. Um, it's very unfortunate for me. Um, yeah, dog's freaking out again because I've been recording in my car. I know you guys can hear her. Um, we're working it out. I'm petting her. It's just not enough. Um, she hates that I'm talking to something else. Um, basically, my dog hates you all and has really enjoyed the fact that I haven't been recording my podcast, but I'm still recording. Um, anyway... So yeah, left my computer at, uh, I'm, I'm house setting, kind of, sort of, and I left my computer there, um, and I wasn't able to finish out my recordings, which is fine, um, it sucks, but we'll just do a four day, I have like reorganized the outline, so I'm really prepared for this, um, it's still a little bit different, and we will be back on track starting tomorrow, um, things will be back to normal, uh, for a few more weeks and then I'll take, you know, um, we'll go to being the weekly Royal for a couple weeks in December, um, and just touching on all the highlights. So that's the little update. Um, sorry guys, but you know, I'm having grace for myself. Please have some for me as well. Um, just that time of, Just this time is really difficult right now. Um, I'm working through it. I'm getting a lot done. I'm today is the most okay day uh, in a long time, in like three weeks. Um, But it's just hard. Life is hard, and I'm not coping well uh, with some of the things that are happening. And all of the responsibilities that I have right now. Um, it's just about five things too many. Um, and so even though this is my love and the thing that I want to put all my focus in, um, sometimes that can't be the thing that this can't be the thing that I choose, um, because lives kind of like my livelihood and then the livelihood of pets that I have. And I'm currently in charge of taking care of like rely on me to not put this first. So that's where we're at right now. Um, so with that, we are going to jump right in to the Belgian Royal family. Starting off with Belgium, um, we have on Friday, Queen Mathilde participated in a video conference 
um, specifically on UN Children's Day, which was Friday. Um, and this was part of her role as honorary president of UNICEF Belgium. Um, so this is going to be the first of several royals participating in video calls about Children's Day. Um, so I'll talk about it here briefly before, um, and then I won't give any more necessarily descriptors, uh, when we get further along. Um, so the UN Children's Day is really a day to mark and spend time thinking about, and there are usually conferences held and things like that, um, focused on the rights of children in the world. Um, you know, not just in developing countries, which is sometimes um, all that really gets attention. Um, and so the UN Children's Day is a, a piece of the puzzle um, that really focuses more on that. So I'm actually going to look it up right now um, just to talk a little bit more about it. This is the read-up from um, the United Nations, and it says World Children's Day was first established in 1954, so this would have been about nine years after the creation of the United Nations, um, and it is celebrated each year to promote international togetherness and awareness among children worldwide and improving children's welfare um november 20th which is the date it's always celebrated on um is when the un general assembly adopted the declaration of the rights of child um which is basically the international like a, every child has access to lots of different things um i'm now going on a rabbit hole in <laughs> the UN world, which is sometimes a fun place to be. Um, feeling really good about the world today. Um, just, you know, feeling good. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's saying, you know, they all have different, um, every ch child has rights. Um, so that is really, really important, and that is what um, UN World Children's Day um, highlights. So that was Mathilde's um, event on Friday, and this was all held, I think I mentioned this, but it was all held virtually via video conference, very safe, very secure, very COVID-friendly, all of that good stuff. Um, and then today... It's Monday. King Philippe held his weekly audience with the Prime Minister. This happens every week. Um, I am, I think I mentioned this last week, but I am still very surprised that they are holding this in person. Um, because, like, I just, I don't know. I, I'm getting stricter about COVID for the most part. I mean, I'm still working, but, like... I'm stricter about COVID um, than probably the average, definitely more than the average American citizen. Um, but I think just in general, like, I'm so scared of it again um, that I just 
think people should be doing everything online. If I could have my job online, I would, um, and still be self-employed. That's the important key. Um, so that was the Belgian Royal family's weekend, extended weekend, uh, basically, you know, four days of coverage. Um, I haven't looked too much into their calendar yet, but I expect a pretty light week as we continue on through the COVID second wave, which (laughs) is fun. It's not, it's terrible. All right. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the UK. I am doing something I almost never do. Um, so I, this is like a whole, a week of redoing my podcast, essentially. It's not just redoing my workflow a little bit. Um, and this won't last. It's just the way things are right now. But I am actually recording in Anchor, which is the app I use to make this podcast. Um, and I've done this a few times But I've never actually used it for, like, more than a quick minute. I don't know how it sounds. I'm really sorry if the sound is absolutely terrible. Um, But this is just a little bit easier than what I'm doing, um, what I've been doing over the weekend, and what I'm doing right now. So um, I hope it sounds okay. Obviously, I'll give it a quick listen if it sounds like complete and utter crap. I won't do it again, but this is what you're getting for at least this segment. Um, so we are with the British Royal family. It was a big weekend and I'm kind of upset that I missed it. Um, so on Friday, there were lots of things. Um, a new photo was released of Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, because they are celebrating their 73rd wedding anniversary. Um, So in this photo, it was taken um, at Windsor. They are looking at a card made for them by their great-grandchildren, Prince Prince George, Prince Charlotte, and Prince... Oh, my. Oh, boy. Let me just try that again because I was not doing that very well. Okay. uh, Looking at a card from their great-grandchildren, Prince George, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis. Um, It's adorable. They're the cutest. Um, The card was adorable. So Kensington Royal, in also sharing that tweet, um, sent out a better picture of the card. And it was adorable. It was a very cute little card. Um, Very, very cool. Um, So they were married 73 years ago. Um... And I also, this happened like two weeks ago now, but I missed Charles's birthday. Um, He turned 72 a couple of weeks ago, so a year after um, then Princess Elizabeth and the Duke of Edinburgh's wedding, uh, they welcomed Prince Charles. Um, So that was what was going on on... Friday from the Queen. Uh, First time we've seen her kind of in person in a while. Um, And I suspect the next time will really be 
unless she makes any surprise video appearances, it'll be her Christmas speech, um, will be the next time I expect to see her. Um, so it's good to get little glimpses of her. You know, she of course has, has to be safe and the UK I think is still, yeah, they're still in lockdown for another week. Um, or actually two weeks. So very good to see her. Um, and then on, also on Friday, the Duchess of Cornwall attended the virtual award ceremony for the Queen's Commonwealth Essay Competition. Um, so this is something that she has been talking about, Camilla has been talking about, like, all year. Um, I think the first time I talked about it was, like, in April or May, um, where they, you know, allowed for nominations to be brought in or sub- submissions, I rather, um, and then they were awarded on Friday. Um, so that was a big thing. Uh, Friday, also, the Duke of Cambridge held a video call with the young ambassadors um, from the Diana, Diana Award, which, of course, is named for um, William's mother, Princess Diana, um, and they were speaking about anti-bullying um, because that is a big theme of the Diana Award is really um, anti-bullying initiatives. Um, and that, I don't feel apt or prepared to talk about that really too much yet. Because um, there are a lot of, I don't know, things um That are just, of course, like, I guess I just want to say this. It's obvious to me that this is an anti-bullying initiative or has an anti-initiative, anti-bullying initiative aspect because of how this goes into a lot of, like, stuff that I don't know because I wasn't born or cognizant of what was happening but of course this from what I can tell of course from stories and things like that is Diana was of course brutally bullied by the press the media etc um and if you believe everything to some extent by the family she married into so of course it's an anti-bullying initiative um so that was what was going on on Friday. Um, and then we have Saturday where the video was released from the conversation that the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge had with Future Men UK. Um, so they spoke with the father's program of that organization, which aims to help men develop their confidence as parents at every stage of the child's development. Um, so a lot of the things that were talked about were, um, you know, what, what people find challenging as parents, um, what really works, what doesn't work so well, um, lots of different things like that. Um, and William said at one point, you know, like we, 
as we don't have to be superheroes. And I think that was like really apt. I mean, I'm not a parent, <laughs> let alone I'm not a father, obviously. Um, well, I guess that's not obvious, but I am not. Um, and so like, I think that was just like an apt thing to hear. Um, so that was the Saturday thing. We've already talked about the event um, a little bit, but then this is when it was released. Um, and then this is like the sad news of the weekend. And I didn't put it in my script initial or my outline initially, but um, on Sunday, Kensington Royal, so the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, um, actually announced that their dog, Lupo, has passed away um, last weekend, I think is what the Instagram post said. Um, it was signed off on by William and Catherine, which was very sweet and very rare for them both to sign off on a tweet or a post, a social media post of any kind. Um, so, of course, that was very, very sad news. Um, Will and Kate got, received Lupo in, like, right after their marriage or very shortly thereafter. Um, and so he, Lupo had, had been a part of the family for nine years. And, yeah, it was just really sad. Um, not gonna lie, I cried. Um, now, that could be because I'm just living in a very stressful state of mind right now, but I did find it very emotional. Um, so that was a very sad little announcement, but wanted to share it here too. Um, and so that is what was going on through the weekend. And then today, the <laughs> there was a pre-announcement announcement, announcement um, for earlier in the year. This must have been, oh boy, January maybe February, um, the Duchess of Cambridge announced a survey for five big questions that was about, like, the early years of childhood, um, and parents and how best to support them. So, it was a five-question survey, um, and those survey results have been compiled and tabulated and all the things that you do with surveys to, um, get to the next step, which is called Five Big Insights. Um, So today, an announcement was made that the Five Big Insights would be coming later this week. Um, But it also talked, like, Kate also talked about, so Kate did it, um, she also talked about how this survey was taken by about half a million people, which is possibly... It, for the survey company, it was the largest survey that they had ever done. Um, so that was a very cool thing. Way to go, Kate, on that. Um, and that was really it for the weekend, extended weekend of the British Royals. Um, like I said, I haven't looked at the court circular. I am going to see if I can pull it up on my computer Usually I record on my computer um, and I'm looking things up on my phone, but I'm not doing that right now um, just because I'm not. Um, 
So I'm taking a quick peek to see if I can, if, if I'm logged in on my computer, I will, yeah, I'm not. Okay. Um, very briefly gonna see if I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm not logged in. I'm not going to take the time to log in right this minute. Um, if there was anything exciting, we can talk about it tomorrow. I doubt there's going to be anything exciting. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family now. Moving on to Denmark. I'm very glad that that recording did not sound like utter trash. That is very nice to know for times that I record in my car on my phone. Um, or hopefully I'll get my iPad back soon and I can use my iPad again. Um, but anyway, so in Denmark on Friday, the 20th, um, there were three different events. There wasn't a huge write-up on any of them, um, so we're just going to quickly go through them because I just spent a lot of time talking about the UK, so we're making up some time here. Um, but first, Queen Margrethe was present at the Royal Danish Music Conservatory's annual gala. It's stated right there in the name. This is an annual event. This is, I believe, Margrethe is the patron of the uh, Royal Danish Music Conservatory. Uh, she did, it was a gala event, which means like black tie, not full on regalia or anything like that, but she was in a nicer dress. Um, and she did have a face mask on, which was good. We like when the royals wear face masks. Um, and yeah, and then she was in her traditional, can I, okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. I get that it was the fashion of the time and Margrethe is who she is and she does what she wants. And like part of me respects, a big part of me respects her for that. Like she just doesn't care and I love it. However, I hate the fur. I hate fur. I hate it so much. It's not faux. Like, trust, believe me, it's not faux fur. And I just hate it. It's like my least favorite thing. Now, Margaretha's fashion in general is kind of my least favorite for the most part, but like, ugh, the fur. It just hurts my heart. Okay, that's my tangent on fur. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, personal opinions there. Don't kill the animals to wear them. It's not nice. I don't like it. <sighs> I don't really like killing animals in general, but like really hate it for fur. Okay, I say as I have relatives hunting. Anyway, um, all right. So the next thing is Crown Prince Frederick attended a symposium that was 
like a Danish name, not even going to try, um, where it was focused on sports, muscles, and health. Yep. That was the extent of the information that I got from this. Um, and then also on Friday, Crown Princess Mary participated in event in it. Bleh. Can I just like rewind? That was my rewind noise. Bleh. Um, good. Made noise twice. Guys, I'm a little bit of a mess today. Um, I've had a nap, which is lovely. Um, I took a really nice nap. And so now I'm just like all hyped up. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, Crown Princess Mary participated in an event uh, for UNICEF for Children's Day. Um, where it was like a conversation with some, I would say teenagers, adolescents, um, all about, um, children's rights around the world. Um, it was really cool. It was really great. I really like that, um, it was an in-person event, which like, not gonna lie, really, really hate, um, but again, like that at some point we can just own up to, I will just own up to the fact that like, I hate these events because I am much more COVID conscious than the average person. Um, but like, that's not, you know, it, it does look like I'm watching it right now. It looks very safe. Uh, everyone is super distanced. But, like, of course it's hard to see that um, just because I don't like it. <laughs> um, but I also, I live in a country that is raging in a pandemic. The state that I live in is having record case numbers every day. Um, we're in a weird limbo about whether we should shut down or not. It's Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., which... Um, We'll talk about more in the coming days. Uh, we'll probably talk about it for the episode you'll hear on Friday just a little bit because I will have had, like, the Thanksgiving that I, sh- I share with my family. But, like, my family consists of three people eating and we already see each other very consistently. But, like, a lot of people are traveling for Thanksgiving and spending time on planes and, like, are it, it's just a disaster. It's a disaster and it's scary. And I think you can only see that number go up so many times if you're paying enough attention before you go, whoa, what's happening? Um, and that's where I'm at right now is like, what can I be doing to protect myself and protect the two people that I really see frequently? Um, I don't see a lot of people. (laughs) I see work people, but I like that I'm very safe about. So anyway, it was a really great conversation. Mary talked about the um, rights of children on a global, in a global perspective. Um, and, And yeah, I mean, look, like children's rights are really important. Global, globalism, I've talked about, I believe globalism is a good thing. I think the United Nations is a really great thing. Um, and like the fact that the world kind of works together on issues is really awesome. So I love that. 
Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in Denmark. And now we are going to move on to the Netherlands. on Friday. Not a lot, um, but King Willem Alexander did hold a farewell audience for the ambassador from the Dominican Republic, who is, of course, leaving his post and will be probably replaced soonish. Um, you guys, can I just have, like, this is such a minor political interjection, but can I just, like, say for one minute how excited I am to report on farewell audiences with ambassadors from the United States and then credentials from new ambassadors. Like, I am so excited about it. I don't even know why. Because truly, ambassadors, for the most part, they are very important. But like, some ambassadors... Not so much. They don't really do the job. They are the official name, but they don't really do the work. But still, like, I'm very excited to have some people as ambassadors who believe in working together with other countries. Can't wait. Um, so I cannot wait. The first one I report on, I literally will be so excited about. Um, okay, so that was the farewell audience literally can't wait um and not all of them to be fair probably some of them will not actually leave um because they are really strong ambassadors but most will um I can almost assure you that Spain will be getting a new ambassador but anyway oh boy my pets want to fight this is fun they don't play very often so I might let this play out okay they don't want to play they just want to fight over me which is fine I appreciate it. They love me. Okay, moving on to Monday, uh, or today, whichever. Uh, King Willem Alexander visited a zoo. I think it's the Bild Bildorp Zoo, but it may not be. Um, where he learned more about the effects that COVID-19 has had on their operations. So he toured the zoo. He met an elephant and some red pandas that were really just hanging out in a tree. But they were adorable. Um, and then um, he had a video conference, of course, with some other staff members who were off-site. Um, because capacity for staff has obviously, unfortunately, had to drop. Um, they're still working, but they're working in a different capacity um, from home. But things like breeding programs and other education services have had to be temporarily discontinued um, because of COVID, um, which is a really interesting, like, it's an interesting problem that I had never really thought about. Um, and I don't know that it's necessarily a problem. I have very mixed feelings about zoos. I'll just, like, throw that up there. But um, 
I think zoos are great for educational reasons, but I don't love the, like, animals in cages idea. Anyway, um, that was just a really interesting, like, piece of the puzzle that I'd never really thought about is like, oh, because you have limited staff, you can't do as much in terms of um, breeding and education, which is unfortunate, maybe, depending on how you look at it. Um, so that was out Willem Alexander's day. Um, and then in the evening, Queen Maxima presented the 2020 Prince Bernard Culture Foundation Prize. Um, and again, this is one of those situations where with the Dutch royal family, they've started not doing their write-ups day of, which is really annoying for me, um, and really doing it like later on in the week. So it'll probably be up tomorrow or something like that. Um, but I do this every day. So for my weeklies, um, it'll be fine. But on the dailies it gets a little hard and a little it's honestly very frustrating and I can kind of understand it um the only other thing that like they talk about in this write-up is during the presentation of the Prince Bernard Culture Foundation Prize the general guidelines for com for combating the coronavirus are observed I like that the Dutch royal family now has to put that disclaimer in Anyway, um, yeah, so that's what was going on with the Dutch royal family for the past couple of days, few days, I guess, rather, um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to Norway. right along into Norway on Friday. So reminder, it's been a few days. Maybe it's just been two. I don't know. Um, on Thursday, it was announced that King Harald and Queen Sonia would be quarantining for probably 10 days. Um, I'm not entirely sure on that amount of time. Um, and so because of that, now King Harald is still like holding all of his responsibilities. Um, but on Friday, he held the Council of State meeting. This is usually held in person, but uh, Friday it was done over the phone. Crown Prince Akun was also in attendance, possibly via phone, possibly in person. Um, they didn't specify. Um, now, a change to the calendar is that King Harald was scheduled to meet with the president of Estonia. Um, however, he's in quarantine, so Crown Prince Akun uh, held that meeting instead. Um, so he met with the president of Estonia, who is on an official visit to Norway at the invitation of the Norwegian government. Um, this is another thing where I'm just like, really? Why? Why are we going to other countries? I, I don't... Ugh, makes me crazy. Um... But, you know, of course, I, I kind of get it. Um, I just hate it. I hate it so much. Um, 
And I think I hate it because, like, yes, Norway is experiencing a second wave, but, like, they got their first wave under control. And so this new wave isn't as destructive, whereas, like, the U.S. has never, we've never flattened the curve enough. Like, we've never. And so now it's just, like, worse and worse and worse. And we've got a long way to go till a new administration. We've got a longer way to go till a vaccine. It's just, ugh. I'm sick of COVID. And I'm sick of COVID not being dealt with in the U.S. That's what I'm sick of. I'm sick of every person just choosing what they want to do instead of like, here are some good structured guidelines that should be followed. That's what I'm sick of. Um, But anyway, the president of Estonia visited Norway. I don't know why, but she did. Also, yay for them for having a female president. Way to go. Um, Wow, I'm cranky now. Anyway, um, on Monday, so today... Uh, Crown Prince Akun held an audience with the Chief of the Home Guard. Um, this is probably something else that was scheduled for King Harald, but because he is in quarantine, uh, this did not happen. However, there was some good news out of the Norwegian royal household in that no other staff members, no royals, nobody had contracted the virus except for the one staff member um, who was... I hate saying this, but, like, who is why the royals are in quarantine. Um, But no one else has contracted it, which is good. It means they caught it quickly and, you know, everybody was keeping fairly safe. So, very good news there. That's all I've really got to talk about on Norway. You guys, the poor Norwegians, they've just had a year. Um, And so... On that really sad note, we are going to now move on to the Spanish royal family. Spain, uh, there was nothing except for, um, nothing on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday except for, and then there were a few events today. So in the morning, King Felipe presided over the meeting of the Scientific Council for the El Cano Royal Institute of International Studies and Strategy. Um, So he attended recently another, I think it was the annual board meeting for the Elcano Royal Institute. Um, And then today, apparently, they have a scientific council. Um, I don't really understand. I didn't look too much into it because by the time I read this, there was some other stuff happening um, that I was a little more focused on, um, which will take up the bulk of the Spanish section. Um, just a little teaser for something that's about to come, we're about to talk about. Um, so that happened in the morning, um, and King Felipe, I'm going to point this out. So King Felipe was wearing a medical normal mask 
then. Um, and then in the afternoon, King Felipe held an audience with the commander of the Allied Transformation Command. No idea. Again, didn't pay too much attention to the details of this meeting. Um, did notice a change in face mask. Felipe was now wearing a K in a KN95 uh, face mask, which is one that's a little bit more protective. Um, not really sure what caused, like, I don't know if the next thing I'm going to say is what caused the switch. Um, and if it did, I have very strong feelings. Um, and if it didn't, really confused. So, my other guess, I want to say this before I preemptively accuse Felipe of anything, um, is that I don't believe this person um, has been in Spain, like, for the continuous, you know, two weeks and is possibly from out of the country. And so, measures are a little bit more intense, so you wear a more protective mask, is my other thinking. Um... But then after that, so later in the evening, probably like 10 p.m. or so in Madrid, the Spanish royal household announced that King Felipe is now in quarantine after coming into contact with someone who has been um, diagnosed with COVID-19 on Sunday is when he came in contact with them. There were no public events or anything like that, but like these are people, they have private lives, um, so who knows what was going on there. Um, but after they found out that this person had tested positive, uh, Felipe is now in quarantine for the recommended 10 days. So this is now the third member of the Spanish royal family who has been in quarantine, Letizia started us all out um, by coming into contact with the virus first um, before it was even really a big thing. Uh, Letizia went into quarantine. Then three days after Leonor started school, she went into quarantine. Um, so, and then Felipe went into quarantine like when it was all, you know, when like we know everything and it wasn't in a work situation. To my knowledge, it wasn't in a work situation. And I'm a little frustrated, not with the Spanish royal family as a whole, but like specifically with Felipe. And this may not be fair, and I recognize that. But like, he has been so spot on, and I don't want to make too many conclusions here. But, like, he's taken this thing seriously. He has done an amazing job um, in terms of following, like, protocol and what you should be doing to keep yourself safe. He's had one little mishap where he finished a speech, kept his mask off, and his 15-year-old, she wasn't even 15 yet, his 15-year-old daughter reminded him to put it on. And he very quickly put his mask back on. But he wasn't spreading. He was literally sitting outside next to his wife and daughter. Like, totally normal. N not a reason to wear a mask. But in a public setting, of course you have a mask on. 
and like he's just been so spot on and then like we all know what this thing is now we know what we should be doing spain has amazingly this time around does not have the strictest measures they have in the past but they don't this time around i don't know why i can't figure it out um and i don't know what their case number looks like i think i've talked about this recently i used to know like the spanish numbers almost better than the u.s numbers but like right now i don't um but it's just like why how did you manage to expose yourself to covid during a non-work engagement and again i'm prefacing this could be unofficial work like it could have been something related to work who knows I don't want to presume too much, but I'm also just super frustrated because, like, why? I don't get it. I mean, I'm... I just, like, I hold him to such a high standard and, like, I feel like this is the first time he didn't meet it. Um, And it's not fair, and I know that. Like, I know it's not fair for me to be, like upset that he contract he he didn't contract COVID he doesn't have COVID to my knowledge he'll have to do a PCR test and you know we'll find out for sure they'll of course release the results they've done with everybody else that um but it's just like come on man (laughs) we're all getting so close I mean today today we had a third really successful COVID vaccine like Come on. Least successful of the three, but like still very successful. And we're just, we're just so close. Like I don't, just hang on a little bit, everybody, is what I want to say at this point. Just hang on. Um, And again, I don't want to be too presumptive of like what Felipe was doing or anything like that. Like he is entitled to have a private life just as every other person is. But, like, we're all living in a pandemic. Maybe you could, you know, have a private life over Zoom. I I don't know. Hang out with your friends over Zoom. I appreciate that you have friends who, like, keep your confidence and everything like that. I get it. I get the need for it. But, like, have a meeting over Zoom. Frustrated. Um, Which is really leading to, like, all of my frustration in this podcast about, like, COVID and visits from foreign leaders. And, uh, gosh, I'm... (laughs) I'm ready for this to be over. Um, okay, so that's what was going on in Spain. So, for at least the next week, um, at least on the public calendar, there are no longer events. Um, Letizia was only scheduled for one event with Felipe. Um, it looks like that has been completely taken off the calendar, not just his name taken off. Um, we'll see what happens next week. But again, 10-day quarantine. Um starting today so a few more days to go um so expect crickets from the spanish royal family unless he um you know maybe works from the office in some way shape or form i I don't really know how he's going to quarantine um i don't know uh the rest of the family is fine they're not in quarantine everything's good They weren't in contact with this person. So that is 
what is going on in Spain. And now we are going to move on to Sweden. Ending in Sweden, we have a series of events um, from the weekend, kind of. There aren't that many. There's only three. Um, but anyway, uh, we're going to start on Friday, uh, November 20th, where Crown Princess Victoria participated in a webinar for UNICEF, again, with uh, the United Nations World Children's Day. Um and then Victoria also held a digital meeting with Stockholm City Mission, which is an organization um, supporting less privileged people in Stockholm, obviously. Um, and which is, I think, so I think she's patron, if that's the right word in Sweden, in the Swedish royal family. Um, but she's definitely heavily involved in the organization. Uh, this is one of when, like, oh man, when quarantine, or it wasn't quarantine, but like when in Sweden it wasn't quarantine. Um, when COVID really started hitting and Swedes were encouraged to stay home. They were not required. They were not required to wear masks, anything like that. But when they were encouraged to stay home, uh, Victoria very quickly visited the Stockholm City Mission to help um, pack lunches for the people who would par- typically partake in like the the food the food um, portion of the day at the mission. Um, and so they were being delivered. So Victoria came and like privately helped to do that, um, and has done a couple of other things with the organization throughout the year, um, regarding COVID and different ways to help. Um, so she met with them and then on Sunday, the 22nd, so yesterday, uh, Prince Daniel participated in the... Annual Teachers Gala, which is an event that celebrates teachers, uh, specifically high school teachers, um, and Daniel delivered the High School Teacher of the Year Award. Um, And then the organization is actually, or the Teachers Gala is actually supported by the Crown Princess Couple Foundation, which is why, of course, they were um, Daniel was in attendance. Um, it was a digital event. It wasn't held in person or anything like that. Um, it was pre-recorded, uh, or it wasn't pre-recorded, but it was, um, recorded and Daniel was only with like a group of maybe five, maybe, maybe a little more than that, but no more than eight, maybe no more than 10 even. Um, no more. That didn't get better. I just want to, point that out I went from no more than eight to no more than ten like no more than ten was better than no more than eight but anyway it's not better but I do think it was potentially between seven to ten maybe a little less I'm not sure I didn't count um this is before 
I got frustrated with royals meeting other people. Um, and also, like, Sweden has a really crappy policy and the royal families are sticking by their country's policies. So, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that is what he was doing. It's a really honorable event. Um, teachers are amazing. Teachers this past year have been even more amazing. I mean, they're already amazing humans to begin with. Um, and now, like... They're just even better because they've had to deal with so much this year. Um, so that is what was going on and like props to teachers all the time. Um, but especially in 2020, they are rock stars. So that is the end of this episode. Okay, we're caught up. Um, I do want to mention I am not planning on catching up on the website, just starting fresh, starting tomorrow. I'm going to do that. Um, I will probably put every episode on the website, but that's about it. Um, and I am also going to start from to possibly today, but probably tomorrow on Instagram as well. Um, get back into a workflow there, but I do want to still give myself some room. This is the thing, right? Like I don't want to overstructure myself because I still have a week or so of kind of added responsibilities and everything. So that's where we're at. Um, and on that note, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Please continue to have some patience and grace for me while I give myself some. Um, I'm sure I am my own worst critic, critic but I just wanna point that out. Like, please have some, some patience um, people are going through things you don't always know about. Um, and I'm, I'm trying, believe me, I am trying, but there's not always enough time in the day. Um, so anyway, with that, we are going to end this podcast and I will talk to you all tomorrow until then have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.